Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of The Neutral Game. I am one of your hosts, Colin Detmar. Uh, hello, I'm one of your other folks, hosts, Mirdrug. I'm also a folk. Our, our, our folky host. Yes. So, we have a special guest this week. Harrison, how are you doing? Doing good. Howdy, y'all. What brings you to our show, Harry? Because not even six months ago, I had no idea how to play fighting games. And thanks to these two excellent podcast hosts, I got into fighting games. So our history with you is, is, a, is a bit longer than that. I think we all met back on a, a forum back in the day, right? Like me, five me, years Harry ago. Back then, yeah, right? yeah, we met on, uh, what was it? Kotakuit, and then, uh, I don't even know how you pronounce it, I don't know how you spell it, and then, which turned into talk amongst yourselves, then uh, press X or die. Press X or die, yeah. eventually. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, just a, just a little forum for a bunch of people who, who were fans of, of one website, um, Kotaku, obviously, at the time, though, you know, well, change has happened. Change has yeah. happened. People's attitudes changed. Um, <laughs> And back then, um, you you weren't so much with the fighting games, right? Like, what what was your history with fighting games before all of this? Well, back before, in the good old days, like, the 2000s, like, there were arcades near me. And I'll also definitely try, like, fighting games, but, like, as long... I didn't really get good at fighting games, you know? And then mm-hmm. a friend, like, uh, tried to convince me to play Street Fighter Four with him, and I noped out of that one real quick, because I had no idea what I was doing. So I always like had an interest in fighting games, but I never really, like, had like a good like knowledge and a good friend who would like teach me, you know. Yeah, and it's really hard to break sort of like to do that initial like breakthrough into feeling comfortable in a fighting game, right? That's a that's a big ask is getting through that initial wall. Um. No pressure if the answer is no, but I'm just curious. Have you listened to episodes of Neutral Game? I have listened to a couple of them, yeah. So, we have made an effort, not on all of them, but on a lot of them, to try and help people, like, have some advice for how to get into fighting games. Have you, uh, like, has any of that been helpful for you? I mean, you kind of got me started on fighting games, and then I kind of backtracked and then listened to Neutral Game. So, I don't know if that was helpful, but it definitely is helpful if you want to try and get to fighting games, you know? Excellent, excellent. Um, this is just us trying to confirm that we're not talking out of our ass. Who is more helpful, Mio or me? Wow, wow. <laughs> what is, I, I can't pick sides here, man. Who has, no, who I mean, has the better brand? Me, the, uh, the cute bear, or Colin, the... What is it in your brand? The, the sick anime boy. A pair boy. of pink glasses floating in the void. Yes. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> um... Yeah. I think the real Soviet uh, bear works out because like Soviets are cool and they've all they've been a mainstay in fighting games, you know, Zangief. It works. That's true. That's true. I mean, you know, the glasses are popular. I'm in sorry, Colin. Games. You you brought this. You started this question. I'm ending it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's There's fair. underrepresentation of fighting game characters with glasses. You know why? Because if you get punched in the head, it's gonna hurt even more. That is very Josuke true. from Rival Schools was okay. Um, <laughs> what are these anime games you're talking about? Rival schools? Okay, listen, it's okay. I I I have a genuine question. Does anyone in Street Fighter Five or Four wear glasses? Fong. That's about it, right? That's only him. Unless you go into into DLC I, costumes, I, don't, I think I don't. that's probably. Oh wait, and and C Viper. 
Right, right. Those right, are like okay. sunglasses, though. They're not like I need to see. They're prob. They're probably prescription. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah, think so. it's not. It's not super popular. <sighs> okay, so like, what? What was the thing that made you decide to take them seriously? What What flipped the switch for you? Well, like four years ago, I bought a mini three horror stick, and since I grew up playing the arcades, I love fight six. You know, I can never really mm-hmm. uh, get into fighting games on a pad. And Skullgirls was $2.50 on a Steam sale, so I bought that. And it was lying in my library until, like, it went on sale for you, Colin, and then you got it, and it was, and we started playing together. Yeah, I always, like, I, I had it on PS3 uh, since, I think since it launched on PS3, and then, you know, my PS3 went in a box, so I stopped playing Skullgirls, um, and I was like, I should really get it on PS on PC, but I don't want to pay full price to get it again. And then, yeah, the the sale happened. So it was also like really cheap. It was like two fifty, and like that's yeah. a very good like barrier to entry, you know? For sure. Like that's two and a half Arizona cans I could be buying. I can skip two and a half Arizonas. Yeah, I'm I'm curious since Skullcrawlers as usual was for a time uh, the fighting game with the best tutorial around. Um, did, since you started off with Skullcrawlers, technically, did it help you? ease into the genre as a whole. Yeah, definitely. Like, there's no, like, there's no, like, half circles or... It's everything's quarter circles except for, like, a couple of moves, and that's, like, definitely, like, very easy for you to grasp. You know, it's like the uh, Arxis Persona 4, where Mm -hmm. everything's also quarter circles. That's an easy game to pick up, too. But, like, the tutorial in uh, Persona 4 Arena was not as good as Skullgirls, you know? Oh, right, you got Persona 4 Arena when it launched, right? Yeah, and I also did not know how to play that game. I just matched the uh, auto-combo button, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. See, see, that's that's interesting to me because I remember, you know, Skullgirls always uh, quoted for the tutorial, and then uh, Persona 4 Arena also quoted for the other combo button. And for me, as someone who plays fighting games a lot, it's kind of hard to put myself in the shoes of someone who's, you know, a full beginner um, and see how useful that actually is. Have you played Blaze Blue or Blast Blue? I've played a lot of plays blue with i mean i can pull up the stats for you right now i've played around 18 hours with colin just on and off okay so mm-hmm. uh i want to ask since, since we're like on the topic of since you mentioned the auto combo did you play in stylish mode or regular mode in blaze blue uh well i didn't play blaze blue before i got into fighting games so i just tried and play the the technical version because I feel like playing on stylish is kind of a crutch, especially if you want to get better at the game, and that's what I want to do, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think I think like the first like couple of matches you played a couple on stylish, but it was like you didn't. If if I'm recalling correctly, it just sort of it didn't feel like you were in control of what was happening, and it's like this isn't you know a rewarding way to get better. So. Yeah, it's like time to rip the bandaid off, you know, to get good. Mm-hmm. Like if you just rely on stylish mode, like you'll you'll never be able to like pull off the moves that you want to do, you know? Mm-hmm. For sure. That's a, that's a big thing that I, I, I have always... I've, I've taught a few people fighting games. Well, taught. Um, <laughs> I have been a few people's door into fighting games, though I don't know if any of them have taken to it quite as quickly as you, Harry. Um, and very often I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, people can do what they want to do, but... I feel like it's really dangerous to get in the habit of relying on easy modes because they're just they're just kind of a trap that will keep you from actually learning how to play. And well, yeah. intentionality is always better than, you know, 
But like in Skullgirls, right? Like these moves aren't that hard to pull off. Like I still really can't pull off like double uh, full circles in like grappler games. Like I try playing Bullet and Blaze Blue, which she's a character who relies on doing two 360 motions with her stick and pulling it off the uh, combo. And that's, I mean, super, but like that's really hard to do. But in Skullgirls, like that's just a one quarter circle, one full circle, and yeah, three sixty detection, so you won't jump during mm-hmm. it. And that it feels good to do, and it also is achievable for someone who's never played fighting games before to do. Yeah, going going back to Blaze Blue, I miss three sixty detection so much. Yeah, um, I I don't like three sixty inputs in general, um, because it seems like I I never you know I know people can do standing three sixties and. Uh, God knows how long you need to practice that, but usually how I just do them is during the animation of another move, just so I wouldn't accidentally jump. So, like, I do something, and while that other thing is happening, I do a 360 motion, which I I guess, like, if that's the intention of the game, like, oh, we don't want you to just do this move raw, we want you to set up for it, then it's fine, but it seems like a very uh, weird way to do it. Yeah, I don't, I don't love it. Um, and yeah, like I, the 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 bullet super you are talking about, I cannot do it without jumping, and uh, it makes it pretty fucking obvious what I'm trying to do. I can't do it at all, so you're fucking way ahead of me there. Yeah. Well, you know, I've only got like three years on you. It's oh, not a big. Deal. I'm catching up. I'm catching up. I mean, I've been I've been playing games for God knows how long, and it's still yeah, three sixty, seven twenties, or ten eighties. I think that the, there's a ten eighty input for something in uh, Blaze Blue. There are a couple. Uh, the um, Tager's Astral is a ten eighty, but also um, the Bullet Super. If you have, uh, if you're powered up, if you're in a powered up state, you do a seven twenty, and then during that seven twenty animation, you do another seven twenty, and during that animation, you do a ten eighty. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking. Um, you give you, they give you a lot of time to do that, but it's still like you still have feel your wrist do a little burning. It's not, it's not super pleasant. Nope, it's not, especially not if you're playing on a pad instead of a stick. So, like you said, one of the one of the problems for you getting into it was um, control scheme, right? That you never felt comfortable on a pad yeah not really you just have trouble getting moves out or it just didn't feel right or both or i mean like the games that i would usually play at the arcades are just like six six buttons right like street fighter mvc2 and like old mvc2 arcade cabinet and that was dope but like mm-hmm. i was never really felt comfortable with the four face buttons and the uh like the uh triggers like i would want everything like laid out in front of me you know yeah yeah, it's easy, totally. It's definitely easier to visualize it as opposed to like trying to like finagle it and trying to like memorize like triangles actually a light punch. Have, have, yeah, it was always a weird feeling to me too. Have you ever um played a fighting game that made you feel like you'd rather play it on a pad or not on an arcade stick? Like I don't know, or have you played a game that you want to play on a keyboard? Uh keyboard, I don't know. I feel like I've seen like players players uh make a hitbox with their keyboard, but it never felt right to me. But, like, I feel like Persona 4 Arena was probably one of those games where you could be playing it on a pad, you know? Mm-hmm. Because I know, like... like the... hey, go on. No, you first. Uh, I was going to say, because um, right now at the office, we're, um, we're playing Tekken 7 quite a lot during lunch breaks. And there's one person um, who played a lot of fighting games, like, you know, Guilty Gear Street Fighter, basically the works. 
Uh, and they play everything exclusively on arcade stick, except Tekken. Tekken is like the only thing they say, oh yeah, I'll play this on the pad. Like, I, it doesn't feel right on the stick, or they just don't like playing it on the stick. I could kind of see it, given how, like... I mean, mostly you don't have to do that many motions for your moves, and it is just the four buttons, and I could see how that makes sense. See, see to me, it's a bit weird, because um, Tekken also benefits a lot from face buttons, because you have only four face buttons, but you also have a lot of combinations of face buttons, so... If you're not like if you're playing on a pad, you still need all the macros for all the possible button combinations. That's true. That's true. Yeah, but you probably just, like do the thing that you do where you like angle your thumb so you can hit like multiple buttons at once. And that's like I could see how people like could get used to that, you know. So, do you think also it was just sort of a factor of of finding the like the two games that I have seen you get into have been uh, Skullgirls and uh, Blaze Blue Central Fiction. Um, and I guess I'm curious if you feel like those games, like, is it, now that you're into fighting games, are we just sort of off to the races, and those happen to be the ones you're playing, or does it feel like there's something different about those games that, that works better for you? I mean, I like the character designs in both of those games a lot, you know, and, uh, I don't know, I definitely am open to trying out a lot more games, like, I'm pretty excited for Dragon Ball Z, uh, the fighters, or whatever it's called, because, like, the character designs are cool, and, like... I feel like Blaze Blue and Skullgirls definitely do have a lot of depth to them. Like, like they're all easy to play, but they also have like a lot of like intricate like stuff that you could like get into. Because like Big Bad has that like multiple like chart. Like you, you do the taunt and you get like powered up supers and all that, and you have like squiggly fall stances. Like, yeah, that's like basic, right? But it's a lot of depth to get into, especially with the twelve characters that you have. So you'd say that you're you're basically you're an anime fighter boy. No, is, is Skullgirls I, anime? Skullgirls is like is Skullgirls the Avatar, the Last Airbender? Yeah, I was about to ask like like when you call Avatar the Last Airbender anime, it's you're getting into the Amerame discussion, which is always a weird one. Well, Skullgirls, yeah, basically let's not go down that road. To be fair, yeah, let's move on. <laughs> like, wait, is Marvel an anime fighter? Marvel plays like an anime fighter, but I don't think it. I don't think it is an anime fighter, but stylistic, like as far as how it controls the like. Okay, maybe I should say you're an air dash fighter. Hmm. You like that air mobility? I don't really like the air mobility though. Like I, I appreciate really? that it's there, but like I rather just like fight on the ground. You know, like huh. I'm not a fan of like the super like jump aerials, but like. Okay, I, I think I know what the issue here is. You like games that don't have boring characters. Is that Yeah, that does sound about right. Yeah, there we go. So that's why he doesn't play Street Fighter. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, I also don't play Street Fighter because I don't have enough money to buy Street Fighter right now. Well, but... don't worry. You, you, you'll, if you get it, you'll regret it. So, um... <laughs> Ooh. Okay, okay, yeah, we should probably tone it down. Uh, we accept all fighting <laughs> games and fighting game choices. We're just, uh... We're just trying to yeah, we're just point uh, to find out what Harry, uh, Harry's affinities are. Yeah, and we're I'm, I'm being a little sassier than normal because Harry's a very good friend of mine. No, yep. no, no offense meant. Um. So okay, like what? Like you, we, you and I have played a lot, but is that generally how you tend to enjoy fighting games, or do you find yourself doing a lot of uh of single player, or you know, you a bit of an online warrior? You want to do some ranked matches, or? Uh, I try to tend to avoid online as much as possible because I was real confident in my squirrel's abilities from playing you for like three months, and then I went online and got my ass kicked like completely. Like it was, 
I got perfected multiple times, and then I'm scared off of it now. So, but, like, that does definitely motivate me to go into, like, the training mode and, like, practice combos for, like, hours on end, because I want to be as good as other people online. So, I actually, I was, my next question, is that your preferred method of, of practicing is training room and, you know, like, working out those combos? I mean, yeah, but I also definitely want to play with other people more, you know, and I feel like getting mm. a group of friends to play with you and try to practice on them is better than... A, hopping in a training room, practicing on a dummy for hours on end, because you can't adapt. Or going online and getting either wiping somebody or getting destroyed, and those are two options. You should probably not play Mio for a little while. I mean, <laughs> It won't be that different from online matchmaking. I mean, I, I, am, I am pretty bad at uh, Skullgirls, so we can always play that. Yeah, that's a possibility. Uh, Sounds but, great. But, but no, I, I do get that. I think that is one of the major complaints I hear from people in general about fighting games. Like, oh, I try to play online and then get my ass kicked. Um, especially in Skullgirls, that sounds like it might be a problem because the smaller the player base is, the um, higher the chances are you'll end up with people uh, that are better. And, you know, the, the basically the longer the game exists, like, the chances of you encountering beginner players is lower. That's why, like, you know, when I started Tekken, like, I'm pretty bad. I was pretty bad at Tekken, but my first online experience was something like a 15-win streak, which was ridiculous, but it's also because I got people who were at my level or lower who just, like, picked up the game. Yeah, yeah. for the record, when I played a few matches of Skullgirls online... um, when I played them very right at launch, I had a few good games, but when I tried them again recently on PC, um, the first match I played, I played against someone who did, like, a huge combo, and then there was, like, a point, uh, Skullgirls has an anti-infinite system, where, like, you, the hit effects change and you can hit a button to break out of an infinite loop, um, and it was an infinite loop break bait. They were trying to get me to break the infinite so they could launch me into another infinite, um, I got savaged. I didn't get a hit in. Um, That's generally how my experience went, too. And when I would go just... on these people's Steam profiles, I would see they would have a thousand hours of Skullgirls, and that made me, like, not sad, but just kind of, uh, I got a lot of work to do, you know? Yeah. And and how likely are you to do it, right? Like, I don't like, know how that's... much time I want to spend memorizing infinites. <laughs> right. Especially with every single character. There's so many, like, possibilities, because it's a choose-your-own, like, ratio kind of game where you can mm-hmm. pick one character, two characters, three characters. Yeah, I, I kind of like that. Um, I, I remember when Skullgirls was released that the anti-infinite system was there as a method of preventing players from uh, basically ending up in infinite. Like, it's meant to, like, to protect you from the game becoming imbalanced or whatnot, but it just created this entire meta game of uh, infinite baiting, I guess. Of And also, like, like, you know, like, doing an infant and then just adding, like, one different move in here and there to slightly modify your infant so they weren't technically repeating and stuff. Like, there's there's a whole weird system around gaming that. Yeah, it reminds me of, what was it? Um, yeah, Blaze Blue when they added the uh, same attack penalty. Like, if you did the same attack twice in a row, uh, the basically the second one would do less damage, have less hit stun, and things like that. And it was like, oh, it's meant to you know prevent people from uh, spamming and stuff like that. But it just ended up changing the combo routes, but it didn't change anything in terms of the difficulty of the actual game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I feel like at like a base level of like the first layer, it's Skullgirls is a game 
that it's like you can play it however you want, like without any combos. And it's fine. It's like you play it like a 1v1 fighter or a 2v2 fighter or a 3v3 fighter. But as you get up like the ladder and you see like more experienced people, it becomes like a Marvel versus Capcom 3 type of deal, you know? Yeah. Where it's like yeah. crazy combos, fucking like off the wall bullshit. And then you just, you, somebody jumps in and he gets like 100 to 0 real quick. Even in the, the tutorial, I saw like they teach you how to like kill a guy who's jumping in from 100 to 0 by doing the same combo over and over again. Yeah, I don't know. I never meshed well with Skull Girls because I never thought all of the design liberties it took uh, were that beneficial. Like, I thought that the idea of it, of you picking whether you want one, two, or three characters was always weird because on some, like, on the non base level, picking one character really. There's no point because the value of an assist is more than any numerical boost you you might get to your health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, when when Harry and I play, we tend to play one v one, just because we we like the game better that way. Mm-hmm. But um, it is true that if you're playing online, don't pick one v one. You're just gonna get bodied. Um, yeah, yeah. It's not you know it's not CVS two. It's not uh, you know. KOF style with people coming in one by one with no incoming setups and no assists, which allows that kind of system to work sometimes. But yeah, yeah. Well, let's see. Anyway, that's getting Skullgirls a bit granular. Yeah, Skullgirls two will probably be better. Oh boy, I hope they make a Skullgirls two. I I don't know though. In five um, but, years, possible when they kickstart it, which I would well, I would totally back that. Honestly, it's a great game. Is that like is that like what what games are you looking forward to then, Harry? Well, uh. I definitely, um, definitely the Dragon Ball Z fighter because I like the uh, 3v3 and I like the uh, engine that uh, Arxis uses, the 3d one. Like, I think that's cool as mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Um, see, like, NBC Infinite is, I have very mixed feelings about that. I don't know how that's going to pan out. Is there anything else coming up, like, uh, in, like, the next year or two? Uh, yes, there are a few things. Um... I mean, if you count Absolver, that's a fighting game. It's a weird fighting game, but yeah. it's a fighting game. That comes out in like three uh, days they're... from now. Well, it, Is that so? Yeah, actually, from the time of you people listening to this, it's already out. Huh. Um, yeah, I need to I need to do more homework into Absolver. Um, there's also... Uh, there's going to be a Blaze Blue Cross-Tag Battle. Oh my god. Um, which... Every time I hear that... I, the whole thing. Every time I hear I don't... that... <laughs> I don't get it. What? I mean, I I mean, I'll take more Blaze Blue, but I just don't understand why they came out with that. Like, I get it in the sense that like got appeal to the mass market, but I don't understand how that happened. You know? Uh, it's it's very simple. They had uh, all the art assets from three games that were two D, and it would be scaled up to the same resolution and. They just figured, okay, we can cash in on this. I mean, when I say cash in, I don't mean it in a negative way. I mean, just like, hey, we have all this art we can use for more stuff. Why not? Mm-hmm. Right. And and then uh, SNK has announced that they have a bunch of uh, new fighting game projects to announce uh, in, in the coming days. Um, whatever time scale that means, I'm not sure. Wait, in the coming but, days? Uh, I, I don't know their exact phrasing, but they, ha- they, they, they say they are working on some new fighting games that they have not announced. Yeah, I, I am... Multiple. God, if there is a Garou, I will be very happy. Are they going back to the hand-drawn sprites? No. No. They're, no. they're not, aren't they? They're, they're not I doubt it. No. 
it's it's so expensive. I doubt they'll do that. Um, yeah, which is too bad, but it would it would be fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess is there is there anything else you wanna you wanna touch on, Harry? Before we before we tap out here. Um, I'm. Hmm. I mean, I'm excited to play more fighting games. Basically, you know, I'm excited to play like. Guilty Gear, when I want to get the chance. I mean, I might try out Street Fighter because I like. I do want to try out the OG, like, fighting game, despite how bad the new one might be. And I saw the sure. uh, Evo, like, finals, and that was hype as fuck. But. Absolutely. Yeah, I definitely want to try it out. And. I. Yeah, I still want to get into a lot of fighting games, so I want to play a lot of more. Like, I was even considering playing For Honor, despite how bad that game is. Because it's interesting. I, I'm pretty curious about for honor 2 i hope i want to wait till their their balance is in a better place because it seems like they've really got some issues sorting that stuff out yeah glitches and stuff that are making the game kind of a mess but they're definitely cool ideas yeah well the more important thing right now is they're doing dedicated servers finally so that means there will be probably better um network battles in general excellent no there's there's a lot there's a lot of like these um Non-standard fighting games are good to pick up, so I I want to try Four Honor as well. Maybe yeah, we could all try it together and and report back on an episode sometime. Maybe. Well, all right. Thank you so much for joining us, Harry. It was uh, it was really good to get to talk to you about this. No problem. It was a pleasure having being on this and talking to you guys. Now you are also part of the neutral game canon. Hell yeah! I am special guest fighter coming up. DiCapri. Here comes a new challenger. <laughs> Don't call yourself the DiCapri of the show. That's not an honor. You don't want to be the DiCapri. I, I thought being a palette flop is a good thing. Well, she has that. Yeah. Technically, you could be uh, Ace Calomania because he was a secret battle in uh, Street Fighter X. Oh, there you go. And also, there's okay. an honor. Yeah, and there's and there's also that other fighting game. Have you actually seen the Eureka fighting game, uh, Harry? The the guys by Melty Blood, right? No, 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 no. So that's it's the guys who did the 3D Street Fighter game. They're making their own 2D fighting oh, game Alpha? with. Okay. Um. Huh. It's weird. All right. I'll, it's, I'll definitely check it's a that thing. out. <laughs> I don't know if it will play well at all. Um. But it looks interesting. So, but for this episode, that's going to be it for us here. If you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at 6264 if you want to send any, any feedback my way. Um, and Mio, you know, yeah. where can they find you? You can find me uh, at MDKII. That's MDK Roman numeral 2. Um, Much easier to find on Twitter than me. Yeah, my I have a very short handle. It is very precious. Um, but yeah, feel free to ask me about anything or... Feel free to suggest any future topics you might want to see or, you know, whatnot. Or stay tuned for Mio's uh, streams, which he does now and then. He sometimes does fighting games. He also does other games, and you can tune in and watch Mio play all sorts of things. Uh, yes, I do. I should probably stream Tekken. <laughs> I haven't streamed Tekken in a month. We'll do that again. But, yeah, where can we find you, Harry? On the internet, because don't follow me on my Twitter. It's weird. all right fair enough you've got that right um if you want to find the podcast for a rating or review you can find us on itunes and uh google play 
and a rating or review there would be greatly appreciated. Also, you could tell a friend or someone you are hoping to get into fighting games, because we like to provide a comfortable atmosphere to help people ease their way into the genre we all love. Thanks, folks. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Peace.